Good morning. Good morning. How are you? So lovely to be with you here this morning at the very last weekend of summer, Labor Day coming. And of course, the days flow in and out, warm days, cool days. Why call it summer? Just enjoy each day. Summer can go on and on into September. Lovely days. And even when it rains, that's part of our wonderful Zen wisdom. And the title for today is, in accordance with that, this too is beautiful, just as it is. So this is Brenda Shoshana returning for this new episode for today of This Too is Beautiful. And a very important phrase, a very foundational phrase in our Zen practice is just as it is. We're going to talk about what that means and what it means to be beautiful, really. Interesting. You know, we all love <laughs> what we think of as beautiful, exciting, beautiful, meaningful, whatever. We love that. Sunny days, good friends, delicious jelly, jam, <laughs> chocolates, tea, presence. We love that. We love what's beautiful, but we reject what is ugly. It's a strong word, but let's use it. What's ugly, what's jarring, what might be offensive, what might be frightening, what might be unexpected. We reject that. We want things to be stable, comfortable, beautiful. It was a beautiful day we hear. Uh, I had such a great summer vacation. It was beautiful which means it all fit. It was lovely. I enjoyed the sky. I enjoyed the sunsets. I enjoyed the breezes. I was able to enjoy and see the beauty of the life around me. You know, why isn't every day like that? Why can't we always connect with and see and enjoy the beauty of everything that's around us? That happens to be a little Zen koan. A good question, an important question. Well, we of course we think, we think, well, it's because rainy day, negative energy, somebody fought, somebody did something mean. I'm not, how, how can I enjoy that? What's beautiful about that? You know, another way of putting this is to say this too is Buddha. And what does the word Buddha mean even? It means awake. This too is awareness. This is awakeness. This too is life. This too is vastness. I like that word. I love that word. This too is vastness. This too contains everything. Mm. Even an appearance that might be ugly, look ugly, feel initially ugly, it's vast. It contains everything. And so that's a wonderful new way to look at that, to realize that all appearances that come, beautiful, ugly, painful, wonderful, they're all appearances that flash like lightning across the sky of our lives. Boom! Something <laughs> appears. We're with it. 
we experience it, and then it disappears, it changes, it goes away, something new appears, endlessly, endlessly. Appearing and disappearing. These appearances may be deep down there laughing at us as we're grabbing at them, we're trying to hold on to some of them, or we're trying to fix them. That's what we do, of course. That's our, one of our main modes. If an appearance comes, something that we think of as ugly or mean or not good, we immediately jump in and grapple with it. We try to fix it. We want to make it exactly as we wish, to our liking. Very interesting. It's important to just notice. Let's just know, you know, Zen is a practice of let's notice. <laughs> Let's open our eyes and see how are we responding to this world and what is this world that we are responding to? Where is it? Another koan. Where is it? So we take our energy, we immediately jump in, we grapple with these appearances, as I said. We want everything that comes along in our life to please us, to benefit us, to affirm us. If something happens that does not affirm us, reject it, ugly. We jump in. We have to change that. Well, you know, we're almost like a dog with a bone. We go racing after a bone that comes to us. Have to catch it. Have to fix it. Have to eat it up. What a way to live. What a way to live. And that's what we call in Zen the world of samsara, the world of running around jumping after everything that comes, being alarmed by it, being thrilled by it, wanting to alter it, having nightmares about it. You know, for many years I worked as a psychologist, as a therapist, and so many, many clients would come and be frightened, frightened, frightened. <clears throat> Things would occur and then there would be nightmares or dreams about it or obsession about it, dwelling upon it. The mind goes, it opens up, and it begins to spin a lot of webs of fear, anxiety, expectations, on and on and on. What a way to live. What a way to use our precious energy. However, however, which is a nice word here, however, <laughs> as our practice ripens, as it develops, as we just pursue it and that's the wrong word, pursue, as we just engage in it day by day, because of course we can't pursue anything when we're sitting, we're just sitting. Sometimes we do try to pursue the right sitting, the right moments, the right enlightenment, whatever you want to call it. But that is just another appearance that comes and drifts away as well. So as we engage, is a better word, with our practice, with our sitting, with our days, with our friends, <laughs> with our losses, as we engage with it, just experience it, we see how much of our precious energy gets caught. It gets caught in what I call the web of appearances, and we also see that what we prefer doesn't really matter one tiny bit. Life will come as it comes. People and events appear as they do, and they stay for as long as they are intended to stay for, and they change according to their own nature, not to our wishes, needs, or demands. You know, this sounds very plain and simple, and it is, 
but also it's a huge huge gift to be able to realize this that's what zen is you know really realizing very simple obvious points very simple going back to kindergarten how come we don't realize them we don't we're so busy with our theories and our wishes and our need to have everything be as we like that we are not able to actually see the very simple points, the very simple truths that are right smack in front of us. There they are. But we don't just take that time to stop and take a look and watch and notice and become aware of the larger function and pattern of our lives. You know, it's not hard to become aware of that. It just requires a willingness to, to do so, to take time to stop and to become aware, to look, to see, and not to constantly try to alter things that appear in our lives. Not to judge them, not to hate them, not to reject them, not to say, I want what is beautiful, I want what is good. You hear that so much. Because when we stop and just allow appearances to be as they are, to allow ourselves to be as we are, a deep allowing, I love that word, allowing, Rather than grappling and fighting and hating, allowing and watching and tasting as we begin, which is exactly the process of Zazen itself, as we do that, a very, very mysterious and unexpected thing happens. First of all, we begin to honor everything just as it is. This is a form of honoring it by meeting the truth of the moment, the truth. Not something we're adding on to it, but direct experiencing of what actually is. That itself is a form, a beautiful form of honoring life. You know, if you have a relationship and you're trying to constantly change that person, twist things, make things work for you, that's not honoring that person. But when you stop all that and you just simply are with the truth of the way it is, accepting it, honoring it, experiencing it, knowing it, even knowing it, step one, let's find out about this, let's know it. When you do that, that is a form of giving such respect and honor to the person, to the moment, to the relationship. It may not be exactly as you wish it to be, right now so what it will change everything changes why make yourself the center of everything that's going on it has to suit me 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 the great teacher joko said self-centered focus nothing but suffering and that is so true so true as we take ourselves out of the equation for a while and let life be what it is, let the appearances that come to us, the experiences, the events that come to us, come and, and, and experience them. Say thank you. And just be with them. Another very unexpected and actually beautiful thing begins to happen. 
the feeling that this is beautiful and that is ugly, I have to accept this and reject that, begins to melt away. It, it begins to leave. And as our title suggested, we begin to think, oh my, this too is beautiful, whatever it is, whatever comes. Because we begin to see the larger pattern, the vastness, the change, the tapestry. And we also begin to see that every single thing has a part in it, a really a perfect part in it. You know, we wouldn't enjoy a sunny day so much if we didn't experience clouds and rain. And we wouldn't value the, the shelter of a cloudy day if maybe the sunny days became a little too hot. Balance, balance, back and forth, day and night. It's not that one has to be rejected and the other accepted. It's that we're talking about that huge Zen circle, which we, the Enso, that we see made in so many calligraphies. The Enso, one circle of life, one, all of it one. Whatever point you look at on the circle, it's still part of the circle. It's still part of our very, very precious life itself. So as we live this way and practice this way, everything that we see, even that which might have looked dark and unbearable, begins to shift. Because we see it through larger eyes, we see it through an open heart and an outstretched hand. We're not interfering with it, hating it, rejecting it. And as we, we're honoring it, and as we honor what comes to us, that which comes shows its deepest truth to us that this too is beautiful. You know, as we see beauty, we draw it out of that which we see. What we focus on in someone or in some situation is what we begin to experience, what we are focusing on. If we focus on how ugly and awful it is, then we're going to be experiencing that. If we focus on how vast, how interesting, how intricate it is, then we will experience the perfection and the beauty as well. So let me take a few more moments that we have left and let's make this practical. Let's make this down to earth. Let's find a little way of actually doing this in your very life. So take a few moments. You can do it on the cushion or you could do it right in the midst of a busy day lots of people, whatever it is, just stop. And it doesn't mean you have to stop being there. You have to stop the mind that's judging, rejecting, hating, and just be with whatever comes to you and see them all, see it all as flashes of lightning across the sky of your life. Oh, look what's here now. Wow. Just be with it. And then let something else come and go. And watch, watch, watch. If there's something you want to reject, no, don't reject it. Be with it. Look at it from this vast position and see what beauty, what, what magic appears for you. I am very, very grateful to be able to share a little bit of moments with you here like this 
every week, and I thank you for writing. If you want to reach me, my email is topspeaker at yahoo.com. I love these emails and our conversations, and I love the wonderful cinnamon tea that Stephen sent me, and I say thank you for that. And I say thank you just for being there and sharing these wonderful Zen moments together. If you would like to... Um, listen to some of our other podcasts, you can go to our website, which is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. And many, many of them are already there. Okay, so thank you again very much for being here this morning. And a beautiful, beautiful day to you, a beautiful moment, a beautiful end of the end, end beginning of the summer. Nothing ends. We just think it's ending, but one day flows into the next, one season into another. That word end makes us sad. Forget end. Forget end. Welcome to the flow of the day and the weeks and the months. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.